Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Uh, obviously, last night in the NBA, the NBA Finals wrapped up Toronto, the champion. Uh, but I couldn't help but think about free agency. I couldn't help but think about throughout the whole series, wow, what's Kawhi going to do? Is he going to win a championship and then bolt from the city? Can they really even be upset about that? I don't think they can. If he just got traded there and went and won him a championship and then he bounces, are they butthurt? How are they going to feel about that? Could he do it? Would he do it? Should he do it? That's just on the Toronto side. You know, and, you, and you're talking about arguably the best player in the NBA. But if you're not, if you don't think he's the best player in the NBA, maybe you think Kevin Durant is the best player. Well, he's also a free agent. But he plays through a calf injury and explodes his Achilles and now, you know, he's a free agent in a, you know, in, in a body cast. Well, at least they got Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson and, and Steph, they can do it. Oh, no, Clay Thompson tears his ACL. He's done. He was going to be a free agent. So those three guys, the three biggest names in all of free agency, I don't know what Kawhi's going to do because he's impossible to read. Uh, and the other two guys uh, now have massive injuries. So, Skin, how does – how does this mash situation where all these guys are banged up, how does this impact NBA free agency? Well, not only NBA free agency, but the whole landscape uh, because there's going to be a lot of teams that think now is the time to let it, to go all in because the Warrior dynasty, for all intents and purposes, is over for at least a year. I do not see how the amount of money – so there was a Winhurst report – that they're going to offer the max to Kevin Durant and they're going to offer the max to Clay Thompson. Will those guys, uh, Clay Thompson will take it. Um, Kevin Durant, that remains to be seen. I don't know. I don't know what Kevin Durant wants to do, but uh, he's not going to have the same kind of impact on the championship landscape next year, no matter where he is, because he's just not going to be healthy enough yet. He's just not. You look at the timing of when he had his injury, the month, even if it's an eight month process which was what Wesley Matthews was, which pretty much shattered the record. Even if it's an eight-month process, uh, he's not going to be back in time to affect the playoffs. I mean, look at Boogie Cousins. Boogie just gave you good, ten good minutes. You know, it's like ten good minutes ain't going to cut it if you're trying to win a championship. So the dynasty is over. So now people are starting to speculate who's going to be the best team next year. Where do you put the money? Vegas has the two top teams, depending on which service you want to look at, as Milwaukee and the Lakers. The Lakers have cap space. They're the front runner to get Anthony Davis. Milwaukee is interesting because is Milwaukee going to go break the bank to keep their team together? Vegas thinks their team as it stands right now is the favorite to win a championship or one of the two favorites to win a championship. So they got to sign Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, and Malcolm Brogdon. Do you realize who made, in my opinion, who made the most money during the finals is Malcolm Brogdon? Because if those two guys are off of the free agent market, there's a lot of teams with a lot of money looking to turn somewhere. And Brogdon is a really good player, but he's the kind of player that classically gets overpaid in free agency. And if you take Malcolm Brogdon out of that great system for him, out of the shadows of Chris Middleton and the Greek freak, and that team, what they have, and go, okay, you're one of our cornerstones, then suddenly you don't feel like Malcolm Brogdon is a $20 million player. Malcolm Brogdon should be your fifth or sixth best player, and that's what he is in Milwaukee. His numbers are good, 
Milwaukee never turns it over to Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, they're more likely to turn it over to Eric Bledsoe than Malcolm Brogdon. Don't get fooled by the numbers and the context of that situation. Just watch him. Dude, would I love for Malcolm Brogdon to be a Maverick? Hell yes. He's a good player. He's, he's a gonna really get overpaid, He's going to get overpaid because that's what this market is. And so as you start looking at who's going to scramble in this game of musical chairs, Ben, if Kawhi Leonard stays in Toronto, it is going to get insane. Imagine Steve Ballmer right now. There was legitimate dreams of putting Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant together. Well, now you're likely going to get neither of them. And so here's the Clippers with all that cap space. What, are they going to give all that money to Pat Beverly? What are they going to do? They traded away Tobias Harris during a playoff run to have a shot at those two guys, and they may get neither of them. So I want to use that as an example where people are like, hey, if you could get Kevin Durant, would you pay him max money knowing he can't play next year? Absolutely you would. You want to know why? Look at the Clippers. Two months ago, they were a favorite to get maybe both of those guys at least one. Now they may get neither of them. If you have a chance to put it together, you put it together no matter how long you have to wait for it. That's the nature of this beast. One guy makes that much difference. So as you look at all this and figure out where things are going to go, I think Anthony Davis will likely end up a Laker, and they'll still have cap room to go sign a guy. Do they go sign uh, a guy like Kimball Walker? Look at uh, are there trades available? Goran Dragic was a guy associated with the Mavericks. He just accepted his one-year $19 million tender to stay with the Heat. Can you do a deal with them? All these things are going to factor in to what is the trickle-down effect? How do the Mavericks take advantage of it? But I am dying for Kawhi Leonard to stay in Toronto. And quite frankly, I would love for Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant to both stay in state because I think it opens up the NBA next year in such a wide-open fashion. Man, you, I would not be surprised. I know I'm going to get people call me Homer Homer and making fun of me. The state that Golden State is in, if they're not going to have Clay Thompson for six or seven months and not going to have Durant for the full year, and keep in mind, if they sign those two guys, they're not bringing Boogie back. And I want you to think that the start of the fourth quarter last night in the NBA Finals. They had nothing. When they rolled out Hurt Boogie and Sean yeah. Livingston and Quinn Cook and Draymond, and I think uh, I think it was – I can't remember who else they had out there. That's where they are. And so you, you go, hey, can they win next year? Steph Curry is going to drag that thing on his back for at least four months just to barely remain in playoff contention. It just got very real in the NBA. I never want injuries to happen, but for the people that have been very upset with the state of things the last two or three years, it couldn't be any more on its head. Yeah, yeah. It couldn't be any okay. more on its head. Do, you know, Tim McMahon had the tweet. We talked about it yesterday. Casey Smith is the best trainer in the NBA, the most highly regarded. And you look at what he did with Wes Matthews and his torn Achilles, got him back faster than anyone ever could have anticipated. Look at what he did with Tyson Chandler. He's just regarded as being the best of the best. Does his prowess at his craft put the Mavericks in play for either Kevin Durant or Klay Thompson? I would like to – I don't think Klay Thompson's in play. I never thought Klay Thompson was in play. And quite frankly, I never thought Golden State wasn't going to pay Klay Thompson. Uh, so I never thought he was in play. Kevin Durant's a little bit different. Um, just because he's a guy that's he's been nomadic before. Um, it seemed so obvious he was going to leave this year. I don't know how he feels right now. I don't know if he feels more bonded to his teammates than ever before. I mean, if you look at – we talked about changing narratives. 
Look at how much his narrative has changed in one week, the way people feel about him. Yeah. I mean, now it to me, if I'm him, it almost makes sense for him to stay in Golden State and try to get that thing back a year from now, back to contention. The NBA is changing so much. The player movement is changing so much. Here's something to keep an eye on, too. There was a report last night. So the general manager, you saw him out on the stage. I mean, what, is that not one of the greatest gambles in NBA history? I'm going to trade two of my former lottery picks that are big parts of my team for Kawhi Leonard, who is probably going to leave in a year, and they got a championship. First one in the history of their franchise. So there's a report that the Wizards are going to offer him $10 million. His name is uh, Masai Ujiri. They're going to offer him $10 million a year to rebuild the Wizards. So I'm going to put you in his position. I'm assuming he's making three or four. I don't know what he makes. If you thought Kawhi Leonard was coming back, would you stay in Toronto and try to repeat? Because Washington's got a John Wall problem. Like, that's a bad job. You're taking a bad job. Um, I I think you've already got your ring, so you've got your credibility. If Kawhi's coming back, I stay. Because now you're talking legacy. Uh-huh. If Kawhi's gone, I leave, go get my payday, and then I go chill on an island the rest of my career if it doesn't work out. I agree with you, and that's why I think that's a real interesting thing to watch if you want to know if Kawhi's going to stay. See what happens but, with the general manager of the Raptors over the next week. Well, so with regard to Golden State, you know, the report comes out. Windhorse basically says uh, he's hearing that they're going to offer them both the max, KD and Clay. They're going to stay. Clay's dad was saying something like, oh, yeah, he's staying. Mm-hmm. So if those guys are off the table, if you had to guess, would you would, do you think Kawhi stays? Is it fifty fifty? Is it a man? Coin I'm just I'm just speaking from emotion. I want him to stay so bad that I want to buy into that David Thorpe report of a week ago. I loved it last Sunday when they asked him if he had bought property in Toronto, like the report said, and he said not yet. Okay. What do you mean yet? You mean See, you're I, about to? Like it's so hard to predict him because he's he's just like it's like watching paint dry, watching him try to emote. But he's like, hey, Kawhi, we got to ask you. You just want it all. You, it's such a gamble to bring you here. You want it all. Now you're a free agent. We got it. What are you going to do? I haven't decided yet. <laughs> but, you, but the fans are what, <laughs> The fans are ready to burn cars. What, Kawhi, what are you going to do? Bored, man. Get paid. <laughs> I mean, it's like I, I don't know. I he's don't, paid his debt to Canada, hasn't yeah, he? No, he's good. He's good. But, oh, no, I hear that, you. I hear that you. was his opportunity to say, uh, board man's coming back, or right. whatever you want to say, and he he said nothing. So I'm reading that as they're reading the poker face that he's gone. Like he had a chance to say it right there. The the money's not to be negotiated. Right. The money's the money. Right. Right. The max money's the max money. And he gets more if he stays there because they can't. Can they offer? Well, him? The, the whole idea is this, and this makes a lot of sense. The idea is that he would stay in Toronto for two years because then he has ten years of service. So then instead of getting 30% of the cap, he can get 35% okay. of the cap. And for a cap that's over $100 million, that's significant money. You're talking about six to seven extra million. Like, just to put it in perspective, Kevin Durant, if he just opted in, would be giving up $6 million for no reason. Okay, but this is a guy who idolizes Jordan, mm-hmm. that his whole life all he does is go watch Jordan highlights. He'd mm-hmm. be at parties watching Jordan highlights. Um and the game doesn't look the same because he's got about 60 more pounds of muscle in his upper body, but the moves are very similar. A lot and of mid shooting stuff. in the same places. Yeah. Um, so I wonder what he's playing for. I mean, it's impossible to read a guy you can't read, but is he playing against the for his legacy to stand up in, in that sort of conversation with Jordan? And if so, 
how impressive is it that he's now won titles in in both conferences? Right. He was he's the Finals a, MVP. In he's both. been the MVP yeah. in, in Finals. In There's both only three conferences. guys that have done that: LeBron and him, and I think Kareem Abdul. So you and and God, it was just him. It's like so switching him and DeRozan is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like that's it. And the so, Marcus whole thing was good. Yeah, they added a really good starter. But you're right; that's the essential part of it. Okay, and the growth of Siakam, and th- there's there's more to the story. But yes, he's the guy. Yeah, he is the guy. So that said, uh, all right, if he goes somewhere else and does it again with another team, now are we having a different conversation? Are we not calling him the best player? Now, but yeah. are we having a conversation? Is he the best player ever, or is he even in that discussion? Now, he's not going to have as many as Jordan or Kobe, obviously, but... What, I don't know, dude. He's 27 or 28. But he's but he's bouncing around and yeah. doing it, like putting a team on his back. If he hadn't have missed last year, I think he's, I think he's regarded as the best player in the league. I mean, I, he just... He's that good. He single-handedly takes over games. He is that good. Um, Dude, and, and uh, quite honestly, Ben, I think the thing that motivates him is whatever's happening at the moment. I mean, he is the definition of process, process, process. God, it's great. It's great. My, uh, my yeah. wife watched the finals this year. She has never watched the finals with me ever because the Maverick year we were traveling and then or we were at the arena. Yeah. She's never watched the finals with me. She watched the entire finals this year. And as we we're watching that game, all she talked about is I can't wait to see how he celebrates. <laughs> That's I, I, so true. I want to see what it is that he does to celebrate. <laughs> I I'm a fun champion. At one point, she goes, he smiled. She goes, oh, then he stopped. Yeah. I mean, that's what yeah, it was. I caught him last night. Uh, there was a key point in the game. I tweeted this out, and somebody went to go give him a high five, and he kind of reached over towards him and then just quit and just kind of walked off the other direction. He's like, dude, he's fascinating to watch. Yeah. So much amazing. fun to watch. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.